I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I adore a great party scene in a novel or a movie, whether the wild parties of The Great Gatsby, the balls of Jane Austen, or that awkward party in The Graduate. But my absolute favorite is the party in Breakfast at Tiffany's, where an elegant Audrey Hepburn as Holly Golightly throws a party in her tiny New York apartment. Everyone shows up, from her downstairs neighbor to a Hollywood agent. Older, dignified couples are there in their suits. Young couples are dancing and flirting. A woman's hat is set on fire. The man delivering reinforcements from liquor store gets absorbed into the crowd and later we see him dancing with one of the guests. The party is wall to wall with people laughing and dancing, drinking too much, getting into squabbles, starting romances. I love a party scene because everyone is there. People who normally wouldn't choose one another are thrown together by the invitation of the host. And perhaps I love these scenes because I come from party people. While growing up, it felt like a weekend did not go by without a dinner party, a brunch, a blowout with our house filled with people, the chandelier raised, the dining room table pushed back against the wall so that people could dance to whatever Motown or disco was spinning on the turntable. My parents loved bringing people together and my favorite parties were the ones that arose spontaneously, that they would go out for the evening my mother dressed beautifully and smelling great, my dad in a suit and tie, and they would often go to a dinner dance. And I would settle in to play games or watch TV with the babysitter. Inevitably, I would wake to the sound of my parents coming home, followed by all of the people who had been wherever my parents were, because my father never wanted a party to end. So he would invite everyone back to our house and I would come downstairs in my footy pajamas and help put out snacks and serve drinks because I loved that moment. Our house would fill up with my parents, friends, but also a bunch of new people that they'd just met. Everyone was welcome at the party and everyone had a great time. I inherited my parents' love for parties and have thrown a few great ones in my past. But sometimes parties can be a little anxiety producing. Perhaps you feel that too. Will I be invited? Will I have the right thing to wear? Will I know anyone there? And what if that awful person who makes me crazy shows up? And as I get older and busier and frankly, a little bit less fun, 
I find I make excuses not to go to a party. I'm too busy. I have to get up early. Often I'd rather stay home and watch Netflix than go out and meet new people. But here's the thing. Jesus is a party person. God is a party person. Parties permeate our scriptures. The wedding at Cana where the priority is having enough wine. A huge party thrown for the prodigal son. Jesus gathering his disciples for a dinner party even as he faces death. And St. John the Divine imagining the moment when we will be joined with God at the end of time at a feast at the supper of the Lamb. Our God loves a good party, but God wants everyone there. We can see that in the story of a king throwing a great wedding banquet for his son. He's ready to have a great celebration, and he invites all of his friends to come, all of those whom you'd expect at a party thrown by the king, the mighty and the powerful, the lords and the ladies, but for some reason, they refuse the invitation. He tries to persuade them, look, everything is ready. I've prepared a feast. Come, celebrate with me. But they're too busy getting and spending. Some are even hostile to the invitation. The host cannot believe it. Who doesn't want to come to a party? to celebrate, to enter into joy. But he won't give up. After all, he's a party person too. So he invited everyone, and I mean everyone, good and bad, rich and poor, beggars and prostitutes, tax collectors and soldiers, Republicans and Democrats and independents, Americans and North Koreans, internet trolls and ACLU supporters, those who've lived admirable saintly lives and those who have erred, screwed up, not been very nice. Everyone gets invited. Everyone is welcome to the party where food is sumptuous and the wine flows. The only requirement for being there is to say yes to the invitation, to accept the generosity of the host. Now there are two ways though to miss out on the party of the century or the millennium or eternity. First, we can be party poopers who would rather sit at home in our sweats, binge watching something on TV or focusing on all the worries of our lives and work, too busy to say yes to a generous invitation, too immersed in our own lives to say yes to eternity. Or second, we can be jerks who insist that we have a right to be at the party, that we're so important that we deserve to be invited, or maybe that we will even pay to get into a party where there are no ropes up, no requirements. We'll be the jerks who think it's all about us. We are all invited to the party. 
the supper of the lamb. Even though none of us is ready or worthy, just as all who were invited to the wedding banquet were not ready, they were coming in right off the streets. The king knew that no one out there was dressed for a fancy party. They were out running errands on a Saturday. So he provides the party clothes for them. Need a wedding garment for the feast? Heck, he's got tuxes and ball gowns. Choose one from the pile, then come on into the party. It doesn't matter that you were running around in your crummy jeans and a dirty hoodie. God's got you covered. He's not going to let anything stand between the invitation and the celebration. God knows none of us are ever prepared to meet God face to face, to sit down at the banquet to which we are always invited. So he covers us in the garment of Christ, in the ball gown of grace, in the tuxedo of mercy. Are we humble enough for that? Will we accept the invitation even though we've done nothing to earn it? We can't ever dress ourselves well enough for it. We cannot buy our way in. Will we join a great party where everyone just might be there, even the ones we don't like, even the ones whom we think don't deserve to be invited? Or will we be like the party poopers who refuse the invitation or like the doofus who accepts the invitation but refuses to wear the wedding garment offered to him? insisting instead that he's fine just the way he is, that he'd rather follow his own way rather than the king's way, that he doesn't need mercy or grace or hospitality. Beloved, this king, our God, is a party person, desperate to have us all there at celebration The only judgment we receive is whether or not we will accept the invitation. The stick in the muds who are too busy, they'll miss the party. The self-righteous who think they have to earn their way in will miss all the fun. Those of us so focused on ourselves that all we can worry about is that we don't have the right clothes or that we might not like the other guests, well, we're gonna miss out. This is a party for everyone. None of us is worthy, but all of us are invited. So, party people, will you say yes? Speak to the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.